Welcome to the podcast, Do You Know Who I Am? I'm your host, Patty Lane, and in today's episode, a real treat. We introduce you to an 84-year-old woman who proves that it's never too late to launch a new career. My name is Sharon Hawes, and I'm 84 years old, and I write thriller and horror novels. Well, Sharon tells us it was one of her sons who got her interested in horror with a novel by Stephen King. Let's get started. So let me ask you, first of all, why thriller and horror novels? Well, I do enjoy them. Uh, I enjoy, I guess I enjoy being scared, not not for real, of course, but I like the, the thrill I get, you know, what's going to happen, this is very exciting, you know, that kind of thing. And how I actually got started reading horror and thriller type things. I have three sons, and my older boy, <clears throat> he was 12, and he went to the library to check out The Exorcist, and he was refused. The librarian said, you're way too young, you'll have to get a note from your mother. Well, he didn't think I would go for that, so he forged a note from me to the librarian. And she accepted it, so from then on, he could check out anything. You know, but he checked out Salem's Lot by Stephen King, and he was so taken with it, and he said, you have to read it to me. And I said, I'm not going to like it, and he said, please, please read it. Well, I did, and I loved it. And from that moment to this, you know, I enjoy Stephen King, most of what he writes, along with my son. And uh, so that's kind of how I got started. And then I would, I would see a movie or read a story, and then I would think, well, what if, and change it, you know, and then go from that to a different story. So you started getting ideas early as to how you would write? Yes, exactly, yeah. Uh, did that surprise you that you were interested in that genre? It did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, just a, a, like a romance or, a, a, you know, a drama usually unless there's a lot of conflict I'm, I'm just a little bit bored and and if there's no villain I'm bored I need somebody bad in there that that I can worry about where do you get your ideas for your writing well from that you know uh, the sitter is about a, a murderous uh, babysitter and I thought that was very scary because here you have a family that gives their children over into the care of this young person and you don't really know that much about them and so I you know made a bad guy out of the sitter and what happened because the mother of the boy that's harmed nobody believes her when she begins to suspect the sitter and so she's all by herself and that was intriguing to me you know because she wasn't a uh you know a combative woman to begin with but she had to become one because she came to know that this guy something wrong with him well and I think that's something a lot of people can relate to yeah I think so you don't want to suspect you know no 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 it well it would be like almost like suspecting a member of your family and that's another thing that I think would be scary as heck you know in the in your uh, novel, The Sitter, is a sitter a young person? Yes, it's a boy. He's 16. This sounds like a very interesting novel. <laughs> Good. How long did it take you to write it? Well, you know, I'm very slow. Uh, I would say a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And did ideas just keep coming to you during that time? or? 
Well, you know, uh, I I did go through about half of it without too much of an idea where I was going, but then it became clear to me what should happen. So I was now the book I'm writing right now. I'm concerned because I don't know really where I'm going and I'm about I'm only about 80 pages into it but I need to plan out I know the ending and I don't know quite how to get there Mm -hmm. you know but that's kind of fun yeah I was gonna say that's probably more fun than frustrating well yeah I hope it turns out to be (laughs) more fun than frustrating do you feel like you have your characters developed well yeah but you know I've just realized that I don't have a very good villain and I, I think I think I need a villain. I think in, in a novel, a fiction thing, you need a bad guy. How has the community been, uh, the writing community been, as far as being supportive for you in your writing? Well, it's been wonderful. I've had a, a writing coach, uh, and um, I don't have so much contact with her anymore. She's kind of moved on. But I have a gentleman now, writing coach, and he's written four horror novels. And he is so good. He could. It, it, it's an interesting class because he reads your work, and the other people in the class comment on it. He can take a story that I'll I'll hear him read someone else's story, and I really don't know much. I think, well, gee, I don't quite get that, and he can work it out in two sentences to where I think, oh, yeah, that's really good. I think he's very good at what he does. Yeah, so that probably helps you with your writing. Absolutely. But you'd ask about the community. The people in this class, they do seem to like this story, you know, and I'm enjoying writing it. So, you know, it's, it's a nice combination. How did you go from, um, from enjoying reading uh, thrillers to writing them? I remember wondering for some reason what it would be like if you had an aversion to your doctor. Uh, I wondered what it would be like if a doctor harmed you. And then I thought, what would you do? And then I thought, gosh, if you were young and impressionable, would you try to harm him back, you know, if you were a little bit crazy yourself? And so I did write a book about a young woman who began to set out to murder physicians. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of support on that one. <laughs> might be more than now. <laughs> yeah, maybe now it'd be good. But I think I did write about that woman. I called that story Lottie. Her name was Lottie. And, but I don't remember the other uh, adventures I went on, you know, until I wrote The Sitter. What, uh, what you, you mentioned that your son uh, getting um, uh, uh, The Exorcist was yeah. kind of the start for you on the onto the thriller genre. Yeah, yeah. What what do your kids say about it now? <laughs> I, actually, I think they're kind of proud of me now. Um, I uh, I don't like Stephen King a hundred percent now, but I liked that the beginning stuff that he wrote and The Shining, you know, and that kind of thing. I just thought it was absolutely wonderful. And uh, my youngest son now has written a wonderful book. The older boy who was reading The Exorcist and so on, he, he's sort of civilized now. <laughs> and he, he's much more normal. <laughs> but And then uh, my middle son isn't into writing at all. But the younger boy, oh, he's terrific. He's really doing well. 
What about when you meet new people and, and they find out that you've written, that you're a writer, and then you tell them, and I write thrillers? It's okay. You know, they'll say they're surprised or maybe they'll be interested, you know. What do they expect that you would have written? I don't know, maybe romance or mm. homemaking or something. I, I don't know, you know. Yeah, well, I enjoy what I'm doing. I really do. I, it actually helps me if I'm not feeling good, either physically or if I'm depressed about something. If I write for a while, a half hour, an hour, I feel a lot better. I think that's a really good testament for, for all of us as we're getting older, looking at the things that we can do to kind of branch out, to, yeah. to keep our minds sharp, to yeah. you know, kind of keep active with the community and that, like you're doing right now. Yeah. So what's next for you? You've got two novels out now. You're writing another one? I want to just keep going if I can, you know. I, I, a plot that appeals to me, and I'm not sure if I'm clever enough to write it, is where, just to give you a crazy example, where a person is walking through a part of the country they have never been to before, and they notice a, a, a kind of a path. They go down the path and go into a portal, perhaps, and they find themselves in a different world. And I think the description of that world would be a lot of fun to write. Mm -hmm. But then there'd have to be conflict, you know, some kind of a plot. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I would go along. You know, and then when, when I start out, I, I really, I, I, I kind of go where it takes me, unless it's no good, and then I'll try and change, you know. What would, what would you say to other people about, uh, because this is something, you, you mentioned that you did some writing in your 50s, but you really didn't self-publish till your 70s, and, yeah. and here you are 84, and you've got, you know, two novels, and mm -hmm. what would you say to other people, you know, as we're getting older, to kind of, to kind of keep those, keep those yeah. avenues open? Someone older, maybe who's never even written before, you know, maybe is kind of bored, you know, watching TV or whatever. And I would suggest, you know, try take a story from Netflix or, or uh, the the TV and expand on it and see what would be interesting to you about it, you know, and go off on that tangent. Yeah, that that's good because then you can you're kind of encouraging people to they can still write if they haven't written. Published. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be grammatically accurate. I think that's what holds a lot of people up, is they think it has to yeah. be perfect first draft. Well, and then they think somebody reading it would say, oh, gosh, this person doesn't even know where the comma goes, you know. But don't worry about that. That's In the beginning, that's not remotely important. And you know what else I would suggest is get a dog. <laughs> I, I haven't had one for a long time, and I really miss a dog. It was a real pleasure interviewing Sharon. She is filled with such enthusiasm, and I did encourage her to think about getting a dog, and that may happen down the road, but right now she says she travels too much to commit to owning a pet. Well, Sharon Hawes is the author of two books, both self-published, and we've provided links in the show notes. A special thanks to Jennifer Coburn for connecting us to Sharon. Thanks for listening to Do You Know Who I Am? We appreciate your support and hope you will leave a review in iTunes and join our Facebook page. Until next time, I'm Patty Lane. Remember, everyone has a story to tell.